Hey. All right. Hey, we're live. All right. It's Scotty from Zenium.property, and today I'm joined. Well, I thought I was going to be joined with Troy, Bob, but I actually got Troy and Zara as well. Yes. Yeah, two for that's one. A, yeah, bonus. That's a two for That's amazing. What a bonus that is. <laughs> well, very, very unexpected. Delivering value for people in these challenging times, isn't it? <laughs> well, it is. So, look, before we get into your, uh, to your individual backgrounds and, and how you might uh, bring on some things today, we've already had some comments. I'll, I'll drag him in here. Um, my mate Dan says, I worked with For Troy uh, 20 years ago. Uh, oh, fantastic. Good day, Patrick. Dan. Yep. And so I, I, I asked him, this is, what, yeah, yeah, this is what I asked him, right? And um, so I didn't tell you that. I didn't tell you that Dan worked, that I knew Dan. But, and, uh, and I said, uh, well, if I said that to Troy, would he still come on the show, right? So then, <laughs> So Dan said, he's like, he won't even remember me. So uh, <laughs> He doesn't, actually. G'day, Dan. Yeah. Welcome to the show. <laughs> actually, we should, we should point out, Scotty, that we have Zara to thank for uh, this relationship because Zara spoke to you very, very first, uh, oh, probably about a year ago, yes. maybe more. Yes. Oh, and it'd be longer than that. It'd be more than one year and less than five, but it wasn't a year. No. It'd be a while ago there now. You, you were extraordinary, Scotty. I've mm. got to say, just right off the bat, that I actually shared this story in corporate setting so we're professional speakers and we host big conferences and I shared your incredible act of generosity and great service with so many audiences because it blew my mind and we were we've got a couple of investment properties and we were buying another property and I was super stressed so I was yeah. being pushed into it we were looking for something that we could move into uh in this sort of Queensland area yeah. and Zara literally googled Good property advice. Yeah. And who came up? <laughs> yeah. Scotty. I don't know I who. Your, I got your number because I just wanted someone to explain it to me and help me to say, yep, you're doing the right thing or it's not right for you right now. And I left a message on your phone. 30 minutes later, you called me back. I remember it was about 7 o'clock at night. Yeah, it was out of hours. We yeah. spoke for about 45 minutes and you just relaxed me and you were so generous and so smart. Um, and it, people don't really go out of their way like that. And at the end of it, I said, oh, look, thank you so much. How do I pay you? And you went, no, no, I just like to help people make better choices when it comes to real estate. Mm. And I couldn't believe it. And consequently, I then threw my sister at you. So you've now had a conversation <laughs> with Cindy about her property choices. Yes. And hopefully at some point you'll make money. But you're a little bit right. We're the real property life. advice charity at the present time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, we all are, right? Because... <laughs> You know, it's it's the difference between selling and serving right now. No one can be sold to, but everyone needs some help. Right and it's now. a tough economic climate right now, given that there's so much uncertainty. So people are kind of wondering a how it's going to affect them, but mm. also businesses are wondering how does this affect me? And we don't really know yet. The other mm. shoe hasn't dropped. No, but it will. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, that's that's a good point. Well, let's lead into what you know. Tell us what you guys do and. And because there's going to be a big disconnect, anyone watching right now, either live or, or on the video afterwards, is going to be saying, I've That's tuned a into a property show and what the heck are these guys doing on here? So it's a good um, question. tell us what you do and then I'm going to tell everyone why I've got you on. Okay. Well, first of all, we are passionate about real estate. And I should point out that Zara's family have been consistently in real estate for 60 years in mm. Queensland. Uh, if mm. you knew Ron Gross Properties or David Gross, um, they've been in real estate for yonks. Mm -hmm. uh, so that kind of qualifies us a little bit, I hope. Mm -hmm. uh, our other side of things is our business is, as I mentioned, talking to corporate audiences. So we uh, cover a wide gamut of industries. So we do a little bit with tech and IT, with telcos, with banks, 
um, retail financial, all that sort of stuff, and it's and it's very very broad. So yeah, yeah. So we we host conferences, we speak at conferences, and we also uh, run masterclasses in storytelling for leadership teams in corporations as well. So people can become more confident and charismatic communicators. And let's sure. face it, we need that right now, right? We need people that just say it like it is but have a level of empathy so they understand the situation that we're in so we help people to be able to deliver any message um, to any audience in a more interesting and profound way because a good message delivered in a bad way becomes a bad message Mm. so we've all got to think about how we frame our conversations and that depends on the audience that you're speaking to so it applies whether you're in a sales capacity or whether it's customer service you want to improve or whether it's getting on stage in front of 2,000 people and being able to hold them in the palm of your hand and share some insights that might just wake them up and shake them up in their own lives. And see, it's really interesting at the moment when, when you talk about messaging, uh, we, we've all got an opinion on how we're being communicated to by the government especially because uh, we're kind of being drip-fed information. There's something new every day. It's a lot to take in and I think that can, can, can contribute to the stress levels at the moment as well sure. you know it's not bad enough that everyone's got the kids home and they've got to homeschool them <laughs> but uh, there's a lot going on there's uncertainty with work there's constant information so you kind of got to pick and choose what you're listening to and That's when right. you're listening to it i think it's important and, and truthfully just briefly all happiness and success comes down to storytelling so it's something mm. that we don't think that we're either good at or that we do in our day-to-day lives but we're all doing it all the time mm. And we believe really happiness and success comes down to two stories, the the stories that we tell ourselves and the stories that we share with others. And we've got to confront the the details of those stories sometimes, particularly when it's to ourselves, and challenge ourselves to look at life through a different lens, but also become more mindful with how we're communicating with others, the language that we're using. Mm. No, that's that's good. So look, some of that language. Uh, we just had someone comment here. Steve Skeens said, uh, it "Must be on what you said before, Zara, that um, serve not sell." Yeah, I think that's that it. He's, he's picked up on that. That's a really good point. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it applies to every industry, Scotty, which is what I love about that. Um, and right now, it's the best we can do. It's also good for you because it keeps your mind active and maybe takes some of the stress off. Being there for someone else is the best thing you can do right now. It's so true. In fact, the minute you can have a very, very stressful day, be worried up to your eyeballs about what you're going to do next and then have to do, let's let's say, something like this. Yeah, have to come on a show with Scotty. Yeah, when you yeah. you know you have to show up, be devastating emotionally <laughs> for you, I'm sure. I had to put pants on. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I <laughs> but the minute the minute you show up for someone else, yep. your own problems just kind of disappear for a little while. Now, it's not to say you don't have them. Mm. You can still pick them up when you're finished. But when you're actually being in service to another human being, it lights you up as well. It mm. lightens both the loads. Mm. Now, that's good. So, look, here's the connection for anyone who's watching and still hasn't made it. Uh, with Troy and, and Zara, they do their thing called Great Talk. And they're, I mean, you know, professional talkers, hosts, whatever you want to, you know, check out the website, greattalk.com.au. It's a pretty good website. And so, I mean, I guess what I'm, where I'm going to take this is you've got to stand up in front of an audience and they're usually a bunch of professional or corporate type people, right? And we all sort of know what they're like. Um, (laughs) And you've got to break the ice really quickly. But you've also got to get them to change the way they think in a period of a day, two days, three days, whatever it might be, That's right? Because they're going to come into an event thinking a certain way. Their, yep. their business or their corporation has said that they've got to learn at this event. 
and you're the guys that are kind of like the you know the signposts and a bit of the glue and other bits and pieces up there to try and get them to go you know not think the old way and this is what i want to do to our our viewers today is to say okay you know you might have had a plan you might have had a way of thinking you might have had some sort of you know preconceived idea of what was going to happen for 2020 maybe that hasn't changed highly likely it potentially has you know <laughs> how do we now sort of keep some humor keep some lightheartedness but also yeah. you know refocus on what we need to do and that's why i got you guys on yeah, yeah, mm. beautiful. And Love look, it. a sense of humour is a great place to start. It can often sound a little bit frivolous and people think it's about wearing funny ties and, you know, pulling a rubber chicken out of your pants. Okay. Uh, but ultimately a sense of humour is vital right now because if you can joke, you can cope. Mm. So we need to keep connecting with other human beings however we do that and keep our sense of humour because when we're sitting in humour, it actually makes us smarter. We're more intelligent. We've got access to our peripheral vision and to other opportunities mm. that are around us because we're playful, we're light. And we're welcoming in creativity, I guess. And the other thing that we've talked about this week is that Australia is really on a war footing currently. And one thing we're known for internationally when we are on war footing is, you know, the sense of the diggers, which the first and foremost, the thing that all overseas force list when they talk about diggers is sense of humour. You know, yeah. that's what Aussies are famous for. It helps us get through. We come from a colonial past that was pretty rough and pretty tumble. And the one way we could get through was to communicate and have a good sense of humour. Yeah, that's right. Edward de Bono says that humour is by far one of the most significant functions of the human brain because it helps us to work stuff out. It helps us to give context to difficult scenarios and particularly black humour in difficult times. Mm. You know, it's something that you just kind of reach for because you feel that if you don't, you might go under. Well, you certainly yeah. see that with Defence Force, with police, ambulance. You know, that dark humour is actually what bonds them together and gets them through it a lot of the time. It's not things that you would, you know, say publicly necessarily. You need to be in the same field to understand it. But now we're all in this together, quite literally. <laughs> so, you know, humour is something that is okay. Appropriate humour is okay, yeah. even well, if you don't know see. what's going on. That's right. No, I was glad you picked up on that because I, I'm thinking it's too early to bring out like the coronavirus jokes. You're not talking about that type of yeah, humor, right? Early. Like yeah, this is. Early. Well, look at the this... memes that are doing around. There's a lot of memes on the internet. I've been really <laughs> enjoying those. And actually, we put there a whole bunch is. of them up at Humor Australia on Facebook. So you can check those out. Yeah, because we are, need something. We need to be able to let the velva off just a little mm. bit, you mm. know, release the pressure just a little bit so we can get back to actually solving. The problem. So first step, I would say, is a good sense of humour is something to really cultivate and work right now. And perhaps the other way is to just really sit with your mindset. And we can either see this as a catastrophe, we can see this as, you know, humanity's great demise, that we're never going to be able to claw our way back, or we can see this as the greatest opportunity of our time. You know, mm. never before have human beings been more aligned than right now. We're all in the same boat. We're all looking at our circumstances through the same lens. And the truthfully, while the governments are doing the best they can, we truly believe that, uh, you know, one great talk can change the world. And we need really smart people right now to form small groups and to be discussing new ways of moving forward for our new normal. Mm. And it's going to be small pockets of innovative thinkers who are hooking up and chatting to each other that will solve our next problem and our next problem and our next problem. And 
look, I don't know. It's for, for the people that we were meeting, you know, a few months ago, even in January, I was saying this to a friend yesterday, that uh, in January people were like, oh, my God, this year is mad. Yeah, it started a bit manic. It had a bit of a manic energy. You know, I know we were dealing with the bushfires, but also work-wise there was just a lot going on. Mm. We came back to work much faster than we normally would have and people felt like they were they'd hit the ground running you know uh and for many people i don't know that the pace the manic pace um of our consumerist lives was working for them. was necessarily working for yeah, them you know we're, we're exhausted and then some people have said to me i'm kind of really enjoying this break and i know that yeah. they're scared we sit on the scale between stressed and blessed a lot yeah, of the time definitely um and whilst we can see it as an opportunity it doesn't mean it's not going to be really bloody hard and difficult mm. to move our way through but we've got to see it as an opportunity and we've got to keep our sense of humor if we want to come up with some new s solutions mm. all right well look i've got um here we go here we've got steve jumping in again you know tapping into resilience steve. Yep. yeah absolutely that's it what else you got totally. here revert from globalism to community. Well, look, two of the, both yes. those points here I want to touch on because it, whilst you're property investors in your own right and all that sort of thing, you've got a, you know, a very specific story when it comes into this and I'd only talk to Troy briefly about it, but one of the first things to stop when all this came about, and so you're the early adopters, you two, was the fact that um, all mass sort of gatherings and public events stopped. And yes. that's exactly what you do for work, right? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah in fact, 2020 uh, live events were wiped within four days. Yeah, our best yeah. year, our best year on the calendar just disappeared. Went away. <laughs> in a heartbeat. Mm. So, you, <laughs> yeah. so you had to, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, everyone else has had, you know, another four, six weeks or whatever the time frame is after you no. guys had had to stop, right? Bang, and, and now they're having to stop. So you've had time to adjust to that. So what are the, the key things that you've both done sure. um, to, I guess, make sure your mindset is right and to not go, oh, that's it, we're never going to go back to work again or yeah. it's all over? Because yeah. that's the sort of stuff that we need to take, not, not just for these for our watchers and our listeners for, um, for their jobs, but also their plans and their financial goals moving forward. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And look, I'd, I'd like to say that speakers were really onto this early. They did actually see it coming globally. So there was a lot of talk between international uh, keynote speakers. We saw this coming and they were actually holding online meetings together, talking about this and what to do when it happens. And they've been talking about it ever since. So that's been really interesting. So they were prepared. So I think we can take an example from that of if you want to stay with your, with your same industry, but you're concerned about it, what can you do right now is you can talk. You can get small groups together. You can run your own mastermind groups. You can actually, you know, many brains are better than one. So you will be able to come up with new ideas. If by chance you want to get out of the industry you're in, now's a great opportunity to start again. Yeah, well, there's a lot of creativity happening at the moment. I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of people with space and time on their hands mm. are doing things. Are, are writing songs and creating, you know, a new community engagement projects they're actually tapping into this side of them that they never had time to do but for us we, we had a very specific mantra and approach from the the day that all of those um those conferences, conferences. went away mm -hmm. and it's very simple and it was just amble don't scramble so I knew that I'm, you know, I'm a control freak. I don't know if you've noticed, but definitely a control freak. like to have backups for my backups. Um, yeah, yeah, there's a backup husband just over there. Yeah, that's right. He's, he's standing right ready to that's walk right, in. That's right. <laughs> but I knew if I worked from a place of panic, shit, get on the phone, let's talk yes. to someone, let's make sure that we've got work coming in. I knew that if we work from that place, all we were going to do 
was push it further and further away from us. Yes. And whilst the world feels like it's had the, the carpet pulled out from under us, we want to wait till things are kind of stabilised before we make a, a firm decision of the new direction mm. that we're taking. So I, I kind of wanted to take two steps back before we took our leap forward. And that's yeah. obviously whilst you're also getting the basics done. What are, what are our expenditures? What can we lose right now? What can we bring in? What other opportunities can we see right now? We had a client this morning that found us that now wants to do um, an online meeting with 400 people every Monday. And they just want us to facilitate, share insights and tips. But it's a wonderful new little opportunity that we went fantastic mm. once mm. again we can do it in our jammies that's great and what's interesting yeah. about that Scotty, is that we weren't looking for that opportunity prior to this and no. the business mm. that we're talking about weren't looking for that opportunity either so together maybe we can come up with something new and i, and I think that applies in a bigger sense too just politically and geopolitically at the moment maybe it's time that we started asking a few more questions and and you know made the system work better for everyone and learn something new i know, I know again it sounds kind of uh frivolous or, or trite but expanding your neural uh, pathways your your capabilities it's good for your brain in any area actually affects all the other areas of your life mm. so mm -hmm. if you pick up the guitar or you decide you want to learn the piano or you want to learn a new um, accounting software i don't know why you'd want to do that right now but i'm, I'm i know people do <laughs> different strokes for different folks <laughs> That's right. yeah. just the focus <laughs> of having a beginning middle and end and of finding some progress of noticing that you're learning something, looking back and seeing how far you've come, that actually positively impacts all areas mm. of your life. And suddenly you've got more confidence to make better decisions in other areas. So mm. I think mm. do something new, explore it and it's get back advice. into that beginner's mind again, where you kind of, it's a fresh slate. Because what we don't want to do is go instantly back to the way things were and find ourselves in the same position again. It's going to require a pivot, a global mm -hmm. pivot from everyone. And some different thinking. And I mean, that's easy for us to say, go and learn something new because we don't have kids. So if you've got kids at home, what I would love to see, and maybe you can tell me if this works, is <laughs> letting those kids lead a little rather mm -hmm. than I have to come up with everything maybe allocate three days a week where they're in charge. Let mm. them lead because they're incredibly creative mm. and they're going to mm. give you something and you're going to take some of that pressure off and mm. they're going to understand what it is like to schedule a household. And if that doesn't work, just sell them on eBay, make a, a few extra <laughs> yeah. dollars yeah. on the side. Well, well this think, is the thing, you know, this is this is what happens. I mean, I think if you're a parent that you, you're always learning something new. I mean, there's a whole bunch of vocabulary I didn't know uh, existed before I had kids and there's all sorts of things that... Um, that I say that I thought I'd never say, like, you know, get your tongue out of the dog's ear and things, like things that you just go, who says that stuff? Right? That's just but, you um, yeah. <laughs> And that's, so the, I guess I'm going to pick up here on, on uh, something that you said, Zara, was um, when, when you got the call, well, you got the call that everything was off and the world's exploding, yeah. um, the, the not to be frantic um, is almost like the T-shirts, remember to breathe. Yeah, and, that's right. Um, and to, to go panic. about things. Yeah, I mean, with, with in our situation, uh, you know, everything with lending and that slowed down and there's other bits oh, and yeah. pieces and we've got a lot of partners and, 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 uh, in projects and other things. And so we just worked through calling them all and uh, try to talk to them about it. But we're also sort keeping of seeing how they're going. Keeping relationships well, this is, up. Th that's right, that's right. And, and I think you've got to have that, um, that concern, that genuine concern 
for people and concern for their well-being because as you know one of you said earlier on uh was that you know we are all in this you know together in this time um you can kind of think you're in your own little world because you're locked at home in your own little world but at the end of the day so is your neighbor and so is your mate and so yeah. is you know your, your uncle yeah. and your auntie and your cousin totally. it's totally. all the same and thing four of the most powerful words put them together how can i help that's all you've mm. got to say and say that as many times as you can across the day. I'm sure you found this too, that every day my, I, my brain is just scanning through my contact list of colleagues and friends and family. Who do I need to connect with today and just make sure they're okay, let them know that we're here, we support them, see if they need anything. I probably do five of those a day of just different people in different areas of my life. And again, you know, if you want a good company, be a good company. That's mm. what this is. Learn yeah. to be the sort of person that people want to spend time with. And again, when you're just there to serve, when you're just there to help, then you're able to actually first build the rapport and then unpack a little bit of what they might need to come up with a solution that perhaps neither of you could see uh, in the first place. Yeah, like if you're yeah. looking to deliver a deal and all of a sudden that's got the kibosh and you've all had a good conversation about it so you know that and you don't know when that might resume, it is actually an opportunity to come up with a better way. So that's right. I, I noticed Stephen is asking there, do you have a new business model around hosting these meetings? And I reckon that's it, that's mate. Right. It's um, have that conversation. How can I help right now? I know things are difficult. Let's work it out together. You've got to keep talking. And the answer to that, Stephen, is yes. So what we're mm. doing right now is exploring the best platforms for being able to get a lot of people online at the same time mm -hmm. because I wonder whether conferencing will actually go back to the way it was. There's mm. a good chance that people would say, why are we spending? It's a very high cost area. Hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars mm. on um, conferences every year when we can just get everyone together online. So I think the new version is going to be a hybrid of the two. And so right now we're looking at what are the best um, platforms, the best providers, and how do we make it look interesting and not like we're, you know, in our lounge room and <laughs> in our jammies. And the answer is you have a big photo of Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Which we can also see right there. Yeah, the real version's out there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's good. Yeah, look, I mean, I think that uh, what you mentioned there is, is when there is a, a pause or a hibernation or whatever terminology anyone wants to use on this, is there is a time to get creative, uh, look at new ways of doing things. And I'd say that for people with, with investment property or their plans, I've had some people go, oh, well, they're never going, you know, I'm never going to get into the market again, or I'm going to wait till the market does this, I'm going to make till, wait till the market does that, or, or whatever. Now, I mean, we're not a big proponent of uh, jumping in any time uh, mm -hmm. into investment, no. investment, unless I, you know, have an idea of what their personal situation is and that sort of thing. And you can give, you know, specific advice, which is exactly what you said the top of the piece and it's exactly what talked. you said to me on the phone it was one of your first questions i remember which is why are you buying this property what's mm. what's your intention and so our intentions are very very powerful in terms of speaker coaching the amount of people that you know we would coach and i'd say you know what are you feeling about this performance we coached somebody that had to perform in front of eighteen thousand people 
uh, mm-hmm. last year, who's not a speaker, never done it before. So mm-hmm. she was terrified. Um, and for a while, her intention was, I just want to get through it without dying or vomiting. <laughs> now, that's an intention, but it's not the most powerful intention. So we mm. kind of worked on the speech, but we also worked on the what's, mentality. what's the result you want to achieve. I want to feel mm. really comfortable on stage. I want to give the audience some really tangible steps that they can apply today to be able to increase their numbers. There was a sales mm. conference. Um, I want to enjoy myself as a result. I want to see myself drinking a glass of champagne at the end of it. And, and saying, that one actually came great. Re- became really important during the process because she did get there. She did get to enjoy right. it. And when you see the playback of that in front of this arena of people, um, you can see the enjoyment, you know, that's and that right. was a beautiful thing for us. So we get what we think about a lot of the time, and that's mm. the hard thing. Mm. Yeah, we, we, Choose if we, better thoughts. If we're just on a cycle of fear and it'll never happen and I'm stuck and it always happens to me, um, we're going to find it really difficult to find new opportunities. And in terms of uh, pos psych, positive psych, they say that we all kind of fall into two different camps and that's a... Um, it's someone that's an optimist and a pessimist, I guess, and mm. they, they refer to it as our explanatory explanatory style. So a pessimist tends to describe things or explain things as permanent and personal. Yes. So their language is often typical. This always happens to this me. This is going to last forever. Yeah, I'm going to be stuck. I'm yes. never going to have enough money. We're yeah. ruined. And we can all go there sometimes, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. But that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So very that true. person has to work very hard to actually just shift their thinking more into the light, more into what's possible. The other side of that is the the optimist tends to interpret life's challenges and setbacks as external and transient so mm. they don't go, oh, it's typical, I, this is my fault or it always happens to me. They say, you know what, this too shall pass. I've handled terrible things in my life. I will handle this. Maybe there's an opportunity in this that I can't see yet. Maybe this is the crisis I needed to have to kind of shake me awake. Mm. So if we can learn to get better intentions in what we're doing each day, maybe each minute of the day, um, and we can become more of an optimist, be brave enough to be an optimist. In fact, Tal Ben-Shahar takes it one step further. He's a Harvard lecturer. Yes, and uh, sort of behind the modern definition of positive psychology. Yeah, and he, he calls it becoming an optimalist. So an optimalist is somebody that knows that life is not a straight line and he describes it as perfectionists like to start at A and go to B, straight line, bang, we're getting there, nothing's going to get in my way. Now, in property, you know that never ever happens like that right? just in life you know there's there's um there's squiggly lines and you get thrown off course you come back to you know square one yep. an optimalist knows that that's the shape of things it's not a straight line it's a jagged line and mm. sometimes you get thrown right off course but that that action of being thrown off course reveals an opportunity that you couldn't see if you've got the right mindset yeah and either a new shortcut or a better outcome for everyone so that sort of thing is there and the other thing i'd say about that too is that if you think about your life most of us even the most organized person who had a life plan and has been ticking it off every five and ten years it hasn't gone exactly as you planned. It doesn't matter how well organised you are. So this is just another one of those opportunities. So if you can stay in the right frame of mind, just trust that you will figure it out and we will get through this together. Yeah, and breathing actually is a good piece of advice there, Scotty. Remember to breathe, that's it. You know, that that one action, and again, it sounds like nothing, but breath is life, yeah? So that one action, shutting up, 
and just letting a bit of space happen it calms you down it slows your heart rate down and it allows you to feel more confident now mm. sometimes at three o'clock in the morning it doesn't work like that and your thoughts just kind of go around and you freak out um but have you ever noticed that you freak out during the night you wake up the next day and you just go about your business again and you solve the problems that you've been worrying about anyway mm. and well, we believe it, it, that's a good point because i want to touch on as we yep. come to the end of our 30 time minutes together it's our time to get it's, it's, um, to get some tissues, bring some tissues. Out here. The, no, well, that's um, good. Yesterday you were saying it depends how interesting we are if we even get the thirty minutes. So we've yeah. obviously well, that's right, and we we might scrape past it. So the the thing is, what if someone feels like they're in a downward? You know, they they I guess they've got to come to a realization that they're constantly thinking negatively. But you know, the fact that you know, they may have lost their job or maybe now their tenant isn't paying rent or maybe they've got a horse, a horse house payment uh, or a horse payment. Or a horse payment. That's due. <laughs> Could be, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, they, they are expensive. And um, and I guess the thing is there's this constant drain on their their mental, you know, state. Exhausting. You know, what are some practical things that, that they can do yep. to at least try and get that process happening to, to yep. think as an yep. option? Optim optimalist optimalist, optimalist. Yeah. Well, I, I think um one thing you can do straight away is jump on there's a lot of support now so if you're a reader there's plenty of books on things like acceptance commitment therapy which are really helpful in time light right now yeah. one of the very simple techniques from that is just to add a little distance between your thought and what's actually going on so if you're having a constantly negative thought just try and practice when you when you notice it happen practice saying i'm having the thought that in front of that thought so it's actually giving you some distance from the thought. It's going, the thought is not me. The thought is something coming through me and I'm having it over and over so, and over. So that might be, you know, I'm screwed. And you go, okay, I'm having the thought that I'm screwed mm. at the moment. Or And if you can do that more and more regularly, you yep. start to distance it from you. It'll never get better. I'm having the thought that it'll never get better. I'm right, broke. Yep. What am I going to do with the money? I'm having the thought that I'm broke because it puts a little bit of distance. Now, here's the thing. Worry is misery without a result, right? Worry mm -hmm. is misery without a result. It's throwing yourself in a hole, but eventually you've got to climb out of the hole um, and solve the problem. So you do need to feel your feelings, acknowledge what's going on. The world has flipped on its head and things have changed and they're going to keep, they're going to keep being challenging for mm -hmm. quite a while to come. So acknowledge, accept, you know, accept that your life doesn't look the way it did. But there's lots of other people ago. in the same boat. That's right. That's a good thing. And then address. So again, uh, we call this, you know, just acknowledge, accept, address. But uh, people want to jump to action to solve the problems right now. But again, if it comes from a panic state, you won't be able to create the results that you need. So you do need to accept that things have changed. And then factor things throughout your day that keep you in the right mindset. Mm. You know, um, something that keeps it light. And go back to your simple goals, right? What do you want to achieve? What's the time frame you want to achieve it by? What are five things you could do this week? What's the first thing you can do now? Mm. In know? fact, that's great advice. If you are feeling overwhelmed, just stick with a list of five things each day. Carry over the ones you didn't get to and just keep it to that. Keep it nice. So it's things like getting out of bed, putting pants on, eating. And that's having option. a drink, that's, that's, is that no, the five we do all that I can, that's we, four. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's four. <laughs> that's right. That's, and, and it's already overwhelming for me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know what? A little bit of nature goes a long way too. 
the amount of times that you just want to push on, keep working, send props out, talk to people, and you go, you know what, I just need to get outside, clear my head, go for a walk. Mm. It's amazing what it does for your psyche. And here's the thing, all success is those little things that you repeat on a daily basis. It's the little things that are easy to do, but those little things are also easy not to do like go for a walk, like pick up the phone, like set a goal for yourself, like don't send the text with the negative language. Mm. Um, r- replace that language with I something I had to work on that one, to be optimistic. honest. Zara, Zara pulled me up on that very early on and went, just look at uh, your last few texts and the language that you're using. And that's a really good point. Uh, you, you might be thinking it, but you don't have to keep putting it out there because you're just reinforcing it in your own brain. Yeah, that's mm. right. And look, Aristotle, we, Troy just got to my desk here for some reason, but Aristotle said we need three things to have a happy life. Shall I help? Yeah, thanks, Troy. Good work, good health, good relationships, and we add to that good humour. So ultimately the goal of life is to have fun while you're getting it done and even in the worst scenario which we're dealing with right now it is possible to do it with a light heart you know one of our favorite quotes is take your job seriously and yourself lightly and boy Mm. do we need that right now and and we need that right now but it is an opportunity so maybe when you're you're out of the hole that you've thrown yourself in be brave enough to maybe do a bit of dreaming you know if money was no option right now if i could do anything be anything go anywhere what would my what would i like my life to look like and then maybe cast that vision in the future and bring it back to now mm. and make your next decision, your next step through that lens of possibility. It's a great time for a fresh start. And, you know, um, crisis management, people talk about communicate early, communicate often. And I think we mm. can all do that now. Keep talking mm. to your family, keep talking to your friends, but more, more so talk to your creditors, talk to mm. the people who owe you money. You know, let, mm. just keep the conversation going because that will help all of us mm. in the long run. All right, we've got Steve jumped in here with one last question. How can you transmute? I'm not sure. I think we got, I think How we got you a transmute? bit of that. You, you can we've... transmute. Mm. You can transmute. And an example of that, just really briefly, you can't see it in our office, but we love Dr. Zeus. So we've got art of Dr. Zeus in some of our offices and we just adore it. And then over a period of time, I just lost, I fell out of love with it. So I went, why didn't I buy this? And it was very expensive. And I don't think that you can actually even sell it or, you know, someone said it would appreciate and it didn't. And I just had a really dark lens around it. Well, that sounds a bit like property buying. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Um, And it it surrounds us, you know, and I didn't realise it was just a low-level dark thought of a lack of appreciation. And so this week I flipped it and decided to go back into how I felt when I first bought my very first piece and what that felt like. I felt like a kid in a candy shop. Yes. And Mm -hmm. I felt abundant and I felt creative and I felt mischievous. And now I look at that art and I see it differently. I feel nothing but gratitude. You remember how you felt originally. So we link feelings with experiences. What we need Mm -hmm. to do is be mindful of, of what we're fusing together. Yeah, so what we're, we're attaching joy to and what we're attaching pain to and then maybe flip those. Mm. All right. All right. That sounds pretty good to me. We'll That's leave it. on that nice and that, uh, that light note. Well, you know what, um, else, what else helps, Scotty, is appreciation. So thank you for the yes. great work that you do yeah. and the awesome human being that you are. Yeah. And, you know, all the people that you've touched appropriately uh, in your life, <laughs> that's a good thing. You're making a difference. <laughs> That's good. I appreciate that. Um, and look, here's the time for you guys to plug. Is there anything that 
Are you guys got any resources or things that they should be looking at YouTube or on your website or something that you want people to go and hit you up for? Well, you can talk to us if you're if you're looking for uh, you know to become a better communicator, a better storyteller, a speaker. If you're looking to craft your you know your online platform ultimately, or learn how to adjust your style so it's working with a televised audience instead, mm-hmm. how to build rapport. Just find us at Great Talk, GreatTalk.com.au. And we've also right. got an awesome book. I should add too. Um, this do. one's fantastic, and it works for all ages. Um, it sort of looks like a kids book, but it's a book for everyone. It's a kid's book for grown-ups. It's called What is Enough? Because human beings, we all share the same two fears, the fear that we're not good enough and the fear that we won't have enough. So we wrote a book that's got, it's all about um, believing in yourself and in your potential mm. to create that's, anything you put your mind to. That's right. And that's on your website here. It is, yeah. Is yeah. It? Just right. whatisenough.com or at Great Talk, you'll find us there. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's good. Well, thank Beautiful. you both very much. And look, if I knew that you were coming on Zara, we would have promoted that and had like, you know, 50,000 viewers instead of just oh, trying. Oh, you're trying to get nice. I'm clearly the least popular one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, right. that's right. But I have the cool shirt. They'll so. check it out later <laughs> though, Scotty, right? That's There'll be some right. shares. That's exactly right. That's right. Share the love, share the video. All right, right. Thank you both very much. Uh, and pleasure. we've had some, we had Steve, our, our gold commentator Good for on the you, day. Steve. Beautiful. Thanks, Steve. Steve. All right. Thank you both. Thanks, Scotty. Bye-bye.